Hello, friends, and welcome back to Ghoul's Night In, the spooky chat show with your best ghoul friends. I'm Penny Snark. And I'm Edge Munster. And uh, today I am kind of delving, delving, uh, (laughs) relevant word, uh, back into the kind of category of things that freak me out. Uh, So today I'm going to be telling you about caves. Oh, I I love when you pick something that you're freaked out by and I love. (laughs) (laughs) I I am 100% a cave bitch and I am ready. (laughs) Oh. Oh, man. So I found out that uh, technically the fear of caves um, is spelunkophobia, uh, which oh, makes sense. I love that. I'm um, so glad. But, <laughs> right. But um, obviously it plays in a lot with claustrophobia, other kind of common fears of like being trapped in closed spaces. And yeah, I am just, I'm not a big fan. Um, this episode was really inspired by, uh, I watched The Descent. I was um, literally going to with- <laughs> ask if you watched The Descent. <laughs> I did watch The Descent. And I, after watching The Descent, I was like, the cave part was way scarier than the monster part to me. <laughs> like, just legit, like, struggling through caves and, like, things, like, closing in on you. It, it is not a life that I'm about. <laughs> You know, that's fair. That's a rational fear. I feel, (laughs) I don't feel like I can fault you for that. Yeah. And I feel like it does. um, So uh, for any new listeners, we did do an episode earlier about uh, thalassophobia, the fear of dark water, which is another fear that I have. Um, But we talked a lot in that one about just kind of like this concept of the fear of the unknown. And I think that that plays into kind of what, what, ooks me out about caves as well you just you don't know what's going on down there yeah i i I would agree with that i will say the caves that i'm like so missouri this is (laughs) if (laughs) if you're all new here i'm from missouri penny's from wisconsin Mm -hmm. um i said that like wisconsin was a state or like um i don't know (laughs) i thought i said milwaukee see i told you i'm tongue-tied today yeah anyway penny's from wisconsin i'm from missouri missouri uh i don't know if other states are like this but caves are like a big deal here (laughs) like it's like a a thing that people do for fun or is go explore a cave um and so i will say the caves that i like are made to be like enjoyed by people yeah. i mean they're they're not made but they're not man-made but like they, they've made um you know they've, got, they've got some creature comforts <laughs> yeah yeah the they've cave. made adjustments to make it like cool and interesting if i were to just like go out and find a cave and just start going through it that might be a very different story (laughs) yeah so i actually have several caves and cave stories to tell you about today incredible Um, so uh the first one is uh krubera also known as varanya cave which is known as the everest of caves Ooh. Um, so this so actually fun thing that i found out is the four deepest known caves in the world are all in um the same area oh okay uh, which is wild it's a good place for caves i guess um (laughs) but it is in um abkhazia is generally recognized as being part of georgia 
that is occupied by Russia, um, but they are technically um, self-declared as an autonomous state. Uh, we're not we're not going to get into the politics. We're just talking about caves today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's valid. Yep. Uh, so this cave is known it is the second deepest cave system in the world um a lot of the articles that i found referred to it as the deepest cave system in the world because the next one which is spoiler alert the next one we're talking about they didn't find out it was deeper until 2018 so like there are still sure a lot of cave exploring things happening like technological Um, advancements i'm mm -hmm. sure made it possible to be like oh there's a whole lot more (laughs) right yeah so this cave goes 7,208 feet deep which is 1.3 miles which is very scary that's so cool (laughs) um it was kind of they first started to explore it in the 1960s um but there was really a big um like secondary push for it and it was in 2001 that it was recognized as the deepest cave um so who knows like there's crazy shit down there and as we you know get more technology we're able to get deeper into these caves and this is a cave that has um, endemic creatures, which means they are things that only li- are known to live inside this cave. Um, and it took the team that was um, going into this cave two weeks to make it down to the bottom just because oh it's gosh. so like it's so deep and it's so like twisty turny and stuff. Um, and one of the bugs in there is the deepest terrestrial creature known. It lives 6,500 feet below the entrance. Whoa. to the cave and it's like a, a nasty little bug thing i'm sorry bugs um, <laughs> it's crazy that's... and they were showing like there are frozen waterfalls in there because Ooh, it gets so cool. cold when you go so deep and that's something i always find really like cool and fat <laughs> cool <laughs> Uh, when you go into a cave how the temperature just completely drops mm-hmm. it's uh I love it. <laughs> so, okay, this was not a cave that I had prepared to talk about. I'll say the only caves that I am a fan of are the Miller Caves, uh, which are... <laughs> is this a Milwaukee beer thing? It is. There are caves underneath the brewery where he used to keep the beer to keep it cold in the olden times. Amazing. And, we, have, um, <laughs> we have a set of, like, you know, fun caves in, uh, in KC that... Uh, if you're from Kansas City, you will probably know the uh, paintball Jaggers, the paintball place, uh, is in the caves. <laughs> and you can go paintball and laser tag in the caves. And it's very cool. Um, but it also smells like sulfur, like you wouldn't believe. Oh, the I the bet. rotten egg smell is so pungent. <laughs> I bet. The, the beer caves don't, they just smell very musty. Mm-hmm. Um but they they have you can like tour them and they've started to do like they'll do like a yoga in the caves and stuff. Love that. So that's a whole vibe. I'm I will accept those caves, but uh, as long as long <laughs> as you can drink to numb the pain. Yes. <laughs> of being in the cave, you're fine. Brave the caves. Uh so the next cave on my list is the deepest known cave in the world, um, which is Veryavkina Cave, which is in this same area. And it is 7,257 feet deep. So just edges out that other cave by like another 50 feet. Wowee. And my 
Spooky story about this cave is that in August of 2021, they found a body in there. Woo, um, body! <laughs> yep. Um, so it turned out to be a, a gent named Sergei Kaziv, who uh, left his house in November 2020 and drove to this cave and just went right in there. Um, so he descended and it looked like so um in a cave like this apparently there are often like permanent camps for people who are like discovering it so you know you get to like a certain level and there's like some stuff built out take Um, a long rest right yep (laughs) so regain your spell slots yes (laughs) and it looked like from what they can tell he stayed at one of those for like a week um, and then descended down to 3,600 feet, where it is very wet and very cold, and it appears that he died of hypothermia from not having the appropriate equipment Oof. to be diving there, which is very scary. And uh, also, yeah. I'm like, I feel like someone should be watching if someone's going into a cave. But uh, Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that for sure. And I think it's, we kind of talked about that in the dark water episode. Like that's, that is the kind of fear point is like, no one's looking for you. Like no one's going to yeah. find you for so long, you know, like there's no, if you get lost in a cave, RIP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, My next one combines scary caves and dark water because it's about cave diving which i is, was hoping you'd bring oh, this up because which is i so much have worse i have been in a place with this underwater cave uh, i do not like i do not like this um so <laughs> cave diving is incredibly difficult um even for experienced divers it's easy to panic um easy to lose track of where you are because you're in a crazy wiggly cave thing um, and so the cave story that I have uh, for this um, is the disappearance of Ben McDaniel, um, which some of you may know about. It was featured mm-hmm. on an episode of ID Disappeared. Um, but also, I mean, it is kind of a question mark because maybe he disappeared while cave diving? Question mark, question mark. Um, he was known to have been diving um, in Vortex Spring in Florida um, and did not he, so he was like an experienced scuba diver, but not really a cave diver right. and did not have um, the kind of the appropriate equipment and experience that you're required to have. Um, but it seemed like he had been uh, forcing the gate open and kind of sneaking into this cave, which is never a good idea. Never sneak into a cave. Yeah. Again, no one's looking for you. <laughs> yep. Um, he was last seen descending into the water and was never seen again. Uh, and so cave diving deaths are, I mean, I, I guess I can't say that they're common, but they, they do happen <laughs> um, and are kind of like infamously terrible because it can be just as dangerous to try to retrieve someone who has died while diving. Um, yeah. And they did... They had overall 16 divers spent 36 days um, diving and looking for him and did not find anything, uh, including a recovery specialist, Ed Sorensen, 
who in this quote in the paper said he was known for going where other divers can't, uh, <laughs> which good for him. Um, and he also dived and was looking and didn't find anything. And also pointed out that um, Ben, who went missing, was 6'1", which means like there's some limitation on how deep he can get into a cave. Like mm. caves especially underwater caves apparently I like get very narrow. Like it can be hard. If you've seen the descent, you've seen people try and like <laughs> squeeze through little bits of cave. And uh, Sorensen didn't think that he could have made it through some of these passages without leaving like any marks on the walls, which he did not see. Um, hmm. And then so not- maybe he wasn't like, is the, is the idea that maybe like somebody dumped him there? Well, so the idea, the maybe idea is that maybe he went into the cave, came up, and then was separately murdered. Mm, Okay. And that his body is not, in fact, in the cave. And this, so this isn't um, a scary thing about caves. It's just kind of a scary thing of people in general. But his family then offered like a $10,000 reward to anyone, quote, brave enough to find his body, which obviously... Everyone who already had risked their lives diving was like, mm, right. fuck you. And yeah. also uh, that, you know, that's inc- very much encouraging in- inexperienced divers to, you know, engage in risky behaviors. Yeah. Um, and they eventually increased the reward to $30,000. And in fact, two days before the disappeared episode of him aired, another diver died in that cave. And it's there's not proof that he was going for the reward but people think that he was uh dang it y'all don't encourage people to do dumb stuff for money <laughs> right yeah uh, they did eventually rescind the reward but it sounds like it was mostly because they also came to believe that he had not in fact died in this cave um but you know it's a question mark it's still uh mm. unsolved mystery uh, uh, uh. listen to our previous episode about those um (laughs) but either way i blame this cave because this cave was bad news (laughs) so it was actually a a curse that he incurred while in the cave that later caused him to die outside of it of course makes sense you just don't know um i do have some paranormal caves for you midge hell yeah Uh, So my first one is the Bell Witch Cave in Tennessee. I know about the Bell Witch. See? All right. There you go. I was not familiar with the Bell Witch. And as I was reading, it was talking about how this is just a very, very widespread and well-known like piece of Southern folklore with lots Mm -hmm. of like different, different elements that go into it. Um, But the basics, as far as I can tell, um, a evil witch began terrorizing the Bell family. John Bell. She was said she was going to kill him, and she also didn't want his daughter to be engaged to someone for some reason. Um, there would be like spooky noises and like the sound of chains dragging and like mysterious creatures that then disappeared. Um, people said that they were like wounded and like scratched by this witch. And apparently she then poisoned and killed John Bell. And it was kind of, so it was kind of unclear to me. Maybe you can tell me as I was reading this story, they also were talking about like, they're like, oh, well they decided that the witch was Kate who was their neighbor. And I was like, wait, so cause some of it sounds like it's a spirit and some of it I'm like, or was it like your neighbor? 
Yeah, I don't, I don't honestly know. I actually, so this is a flashback to uh, several episodes ago. I found out that this existed from the, that series that that artist, uh, Art by Catatomic, did, okay, where she yeah. did the like different folklore from each state. And uh, the one she did for Tennessee was the Bell Witch. So I just read up a little bit. I was like, oh, I don't know about that. Um, but yeah, no, I did also see that. And I think, yeah, the... I think the idea was supposed to be that it was the neighbor, but she was like a supernatural, like she was a, a witch. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think, I don't know. I think this was, yeah. I mean, very much the, the time where people were like, yeah, she probably did a dance with the devil and now she <laughs> right. can summon like Jersey devils in the cave. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, and yeah, so that was the other thing is there was a cave near the property and they're like, oh, the mm-hmm. witch lives in the cave. And I'm like, does the witch live in the cave or is the witch your neighbor, Kate? <laughs> like, Well, <laughs> living in the cave would technically make her the neighbor. <laughs> this is true. This is very true. Um, but the, so the, so kind of like, this is sort of like a weird part of the legend, which I liked, mm-hmm. um, which was uh, some children um, were investigating this cave and one of them got stuck in a hole as you do in a cave the old pooh bear trick (laughs) yes um and apparently this kid called out for help and they heard a disembodied voice yell i'll get him out and then invisible hands pulled him out of the hole and it was the bell witch but she was invisible and she gave the children a lesson on safely exploring caves and then disappeared (laughs) and i'm like part one how do you disappear if you're invisible? How do you know she just wasn't quiet and was still there? Part two, why is this witch who's like torturing this family rescuing children from holes in caves? Well, she's not after them. I guess. She's after John Bell. <laughs> but also John Bell's daughter. But I guess she was, I mean, if she was getting engaged, she was probably a grown up. So maybe. Let, let's certainly hope. Times were weird. <laughs> That's true. But. Yep, so the Bell Witch might poison you or attack you or, like, drag chains around, or she might save you in a cave. So Yeah, might pull you out of a hole. You just never know with that crazy cat. (laughs) So, yep, and uh, the Bell Witch Cave is a historic landmark, um, and it is privately owned, and you can go tour it if you would like to, so. Which, of course... I do. Yes. So if you are in Adams, Tennessee, go ahead and check that out. And my final cave is Mammoth Caves in Kentucky. 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 Um, So these caves are, they they look very nice. Um, Like, so like, I, I will say... I don't mind so much like the parts of caves where it's like, like you said, like kind of like a tourist cave <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's like, you can walk in here and look around. Like if I can stand up, then I'm, I may be okay with it, but <laughs> the it's other exploring, the, the descending so sure. like <laughs> on the, on a rope into the yeah. abyss that gets you. But you know, you know, when I don't think I would want to be inside a cave, well, it sounds like ever, but continue. Well, specifically, if I had tuberculosis. But this man, this man believed that um, being in this constantly 54 degree cave would cure the consumption. Yeah. Uh, so Dr. I'm not sure if it's Krogan or Krogan, 
um, purchased Mammoth Caves uh, for $10,000, uh, which also gross included some enslaved people in the oh, in the price 10. thumbs down um but he had 11 huts built inside these caves and moved 15 people in um <laughs> surprise with, it was with, not great with his tb <laughs> yeah so he, isn't that highly contagious mm-hmm. um okay, so perfect. within within the first year two patients died all 15 got worse and also, he died of tuberculosis. Well, yeah, and even just think, like, I mean, there's no, like, uh, the air's not circulating out of there. No. Like, yeah. like that's it's some just like, stagnant, tuberculosis-filled air. Right? Like, yeah, I can definitely, like, I, I would not go into, like, a COVID cave. So that's basically what he was doing That's what here. he did, yeah. That's what he was doing. Um, but you can still see the remains of these um so-called consumptive cabins um, while you are touring the cave. Um, and there's also a slab of stone in front of one of the cabins where they would put the dead people before they took them out of the cave, and they call it Corpse Rock. Oh. And I mean, aptly named, apt, but... Aptly named. Uh, oh. They say, supposedly, if you listen long enough, you can hear coughing in this section of the cave. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's for sure haunted. Right. Uh, very, very spooky. Um, there are also, there's some interesting stories about um, one of the um, one of the gentlemen who was included in the purchase of this cave was like a really well-known cave guide. And like people think that they see him around there too. Um, and they do also. So a thing that I am definitely not a fan of is in Mammoth Caves, uh, they do a Violet City tour. Um, which is when they give you an idea of what it's like to go to a cave before light bulbs. Um, Perfect. And they yeah, turn that's... off all of the lights and they are, you are only illuminated by an oil lantern. Um, yeah. So many, many guides have reported strange experiences um, being shoved playfully, um, hearing footsteps uh, grabbed or touched in the darkness so, yeah, that is definitely the spookiest way to experience a cave, and I am not about that. Yeah, I don't like that, but, you know, it's interesting, because I am claustrophobic. Caves don't get me in that regard, but I think, yeah, I also am very scared of just the dark in general, and I think, yeah, being in there in total darkness and not knowing where the walls were, I think that would trigger my claustrophobia really bad. <laughs> yeah, it would just be, it would be so intense. I uh, I don't even I, like being in my own house in pitch darkness, and I know where the walls are. <laughs> right, I was, so like, and I, I also, this sounds really stupid, but I forget that if there's not like any windows somewhere, that there's not any light. Right, like, like no I stayed, light. Yeah, yeah. I, I stayed in a basement recently, and like closed the door and turned off the lights and then was like, oh shit. <laughs> Please, Penny. It's, they were holding you there. We all know what happened. <laughs> well, Penny was recently being held in a basement. Yes, I thankfully have clawed my way free of the basement <laughs> and returned uh, to podcast with you. Uh, but yeah, so that is incredibly spooky. And I do not, I, I don't know, just the whole idea of like, building creepy cabins in a cave and putting a lot of poor sick people in there yeah like, that's ugh. that adds a, a 
a whole other layer for me that I don't like one bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, did you ever do like a, like when you were a kid, did you go to any like cave tours or anything? Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have been to one Um, in, there is, I would say probably, I assume it's like the most popular cave in Wisconsin. Uh, it's called <laughs> Cave of the Mounds. And it's, um, I want to say it's like three hours away from me. So like we did go there when I was a kid. And I remember like liking it fine. Um, I think it's more like it's less like tourism caves and more like the idea of like spelunking, right. wearing your equipment, going into like an unexplored or kind of like wonky area and just like the idea it's like oh you can just die of hypothermia in here or you can fall off of something or it can cave in on you or there's a crazy bug down here all of, <laughs> all bugs of which really i got am- a chokehold on you yeah. <laughs> none, none of oh i i actually i watched a youtube video and they were like ah oh, it's a long-legged centipede and it was so big <laughs> It was so big. My husband's gotten really into, I don't know what this uh, channel is called, but it's a gentleman and his team. They do uh, cave recovery stuff. And they like, uh, he had me watch this one recently. They were looking for the remains of a woman who went missing in like the late Mm -hmm. eighties that her husband had supposedly like dumped her body in this cave and she was never found, but they didn't again, didn't have as much, you know, technology to get down there. Um, So yeah, Taylor's gotten really into watching these like recovery videos. So I've been, I've been watching a lot of cave videos recently. (laughs) So this was very aptly timed that we talked, but I, I, I really do. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I would do it or not, but I do find it fascinating. And it, um, here, I have a, I have a quick, uh, midge dork antidote here. Um, when I was a child, just a just a wee thing my family took me there's a in branson missouri which is like tourist trap usa there is a uh, it's called fantastic caverns and it has like a like a trolley through this i mean you have to go down you know you get in the thing and you Mm -hmm. go way down into the ground and then you all get in this little like choo-choo train but it's open air (laughs) and you drive through these caves um I was probably, I want to say seven at the time-ish. I'm sure my mom will correct me listening to this episode. She'll be like, you were 22. No. <laughs> uh, but at this point in my life, <laughs> I was very into writing book reports about nothing. Like nobody assigned this to me. <laughs> and I wrote a very elaborate report on caves and like stalagmites versus stalactites. <laughs> and then presented it to my parents and made them listen to me talk about yep. caves, even though they had literally just been there. That sounds um, on brand. And I was very hyped about it. And then, of course, if you probably know, if you've been to a cave tour thing, at the end, you go into like a stupid little gift shop and there's all oh, types yes. of crystals and rocks and crap. And me as a seven-year-old aspiring witch... Uh, got my very first piece of amethyst at this cave, and I still have it to this day. <laughs> it's very special to me. <laughs> uh, I love that. You were, you reminded me of. Um, <laughs> I was introduced to the world's worst mnemonic device. Oh my god! About caves, I can't wait. Because you know, there's the classic stalactites hang on tight, stalagmites might reach the ceiling. Oh, I actually hadn't heard that, I but hadn't sure. Heard that. Okay, so that, that is a useful mnemonic device for remembering 
what happens. Um, mm-hmm. Someone else, so, I don't remember if it was a teacher or who, but someone else then told me stalagmites might hang from the ceiling, but they don't. Oh. <laughs> I was like, no, you've infected my mind. This is like the tornado <laughs> watch versus warning thing. My dad and I will get into like turnarounds where he's like, no, it's a tornado watch because you're watching the tornado happen. It's a warning because you it might happen. I'm like, no, the no. warning is because the tornado <laughs> is here. It's it. Yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll go in circles for hours. And that's what I feel like that stalagmite did to right. you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that we, it's it's time to climb out of our cave uh, and begin back. our our ascent. Yeah. Begin our ascent to the end of this episode. <laughs> uh, I, I am very interested to know uh, what other people think about caves. Do you, like going in caves are you like a badass lady like the people in the descent and you're just like i'm going right down there and i don't care if there's creepy monsters inside yeah if we happen to have some spelunkers in the audience that would be please tell us all about that because that would be awesome (laughs) yes please and if you enjoyed this podcast, we're so happy you did. Um, it would really help us out if you wanted to leave a rating and review on your podcast app of choice. Um, and would you, is there one for you to read today, Midge? There is. We have a, uh, let's see, five-star review from, uh, um, this is a, a, a very fancy username. Are you ready? CCH one zero one seven two zero. The title of this review I love. It is Cross Country Besties Unite. <laughs> this podcast makes me so happy. I also have a spooky best friend who lives out of state. I am in California and she is back home in Wisconsin. Hey, hey what up? Uh, it's so wonderful that we can both listen to this podcast and discuss it together while appreciating another set of Midwestern besties who live long distance from one another. We love you guys and we look forward to the success of your podcast. Thank you so much. I love that. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Um, so if you would like to follow along with our podcast, uh, you can find us on Instagram at Ghouls Night in Pod. And I realize we've never actually said it before, but if you would like to email us, you could oh, also yeah. do that. It's Ghouls Night in Pod at gmail.com. We recently had our uh, our first fan art, which was very exciting. Yes. And uh, uh, they sent that to our, 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 our Gmail. So yeah, if you, ha- if you happen to feel just uber inspired by our lovely voices <laughs> and want to draw us and send us some art that would be rocking yes that is very much appreciated um if you need a reference for what we look like mm-hmm. you can find me at penny snark and <laughs> you can find me at midge munster and until next time goodbye, goodbye.